Welcome to the Reach One Podcast, where we create space where untold stories can release hope to a generation. To stay up to date on all things Reach One, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. New episodes are dropped every Friday. Welcome back to the Reach One Podcast, where we create a space where untold stories can release hope to a generation. I'm here with Marcus McFollin. This is Greg on the mic, and we are just so excited to recap all the things that have been going on in Reach One. If you are following along on social media, or if you are part of this community in person, like you already know what's been going on. Um, you're already kind of feeling the momentum and feeling the excitement. We are too. We're pumped about it. Uh, we're coming to the close here of the first season of the Reach One podcast. And so this episode, Uh, Marcus and I are basically just going to recap, be excited, tell you a little bit about what's coming up next, uh, and then uh, give you a little teaser as to what to expect in season two. Because, yo, the podcast is about to blow up, big things are going on, uh, but yo, we wanted to just take a moment to look back, to give God glory, to celebrate and testify about what has happened in this past season. You ready, Marcus? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Tear it up. Don't start crying yet, man. (laughs) Oh, so emotional, man. Uh, now, I think when you just look at what God has been doing and how he's showed himself faithful, um, it's pretty crazy to me because it started when when I was in the season of being unseen, and then it's like he's been faithful through it all. He's been faithful even when my faith was struggling, and just I'm just blown away by the goodness of God, man. So, yeah, you guys will probably hear me crying a lot on just – on a lots of different episodes. Wait till we get the video version. I know, right? You've seen you cry. So, <laughs> so sure, when you man. think back, like over the last, I know over the last few years, God has shown himself faithful. He's put a vision in your heart. There are journals with the stuff that's happening today mm-hmm. that you had written down years ago. Like you brought one out at my parents' house the other day and showed them where you wrote this stuff down years mm-hmm. ago and how God was faithful and he's bringing it to light and he's bringing it to, to to reality it's happening and i know that there's stuff in there that you've written down that hasn't happened yet and we know it's going to happen sure. you know because we almost have the evidence now yeah. of like the things hoped for you know what i'm saying so um but if we don't look back over the last few years if we just look back over the last few weeks and months tell me some of the things that are just still like you're holding in your heart because you're just pumped about them yeah man so there's so many different things but some of the some of the coolest things that happened is getting a chance to travel with you and going to New Jersey and speaking at, you know, some schools that we were at. Um, it was incredible for a couple of different reasons. One, because I didn't have to do it by myself Two, because of what God did there. Like, yeah, it was wild, not just with the students, but with their parents. And when you start seeing parents get set on fire for Jesus and their students and their children, that that's really what reach one is all about. We're, we're reaching the, the next generation and the older generation. So it's been pretty cool to see. Yeah, that, it was. Man. It was crazy to see, like, to be in the school, to, to t- the teachers and the the faculty. They knew, like, hey, we're hungrier for more. Yeah, our students need the real thing. Absolutely. They're getting disillusioned with life and stuff, but like, we have the real thing of the Holy Spirit to give to them. And this, the faculty is like, we need someone to come in and help with that. Yeah. And they wanted you to do it. Yeah, and we went in there, and the kids were hungry. Come on, like it was on. They were Greg, getting touched. They were getting worship. Some, we did some worship. It was come like on. it was it was awesome. Took us to but, the throne room, bro. but then to go. <laughs> But then to like connect with the students, to connect with the faculty, to love on them, to like, and then for you to go back in the evening yeah. and so many of their parents came out and then there was like fire worship from a local local worship <laughs> yeah, team. Bro. And the parents literally are like laid Laying on the, the floor, floor. Yeah. like worshiping like they were like decades younger. It was crazy. Like, and you said like you, you felt like you never were in the pocket, like you were there preaching. Bro, that was probably... <laughs> 
I felt the Lord flow through me in ways that I probably have never felt him in my life. And it started even before worship. I just felt it was on. I felt felt the unction of the Holy Spirit. I'm like, you know what? I'm going for it. I'm just going to release this word. And, and it just was a word of encouragement and exhortation had to rebuke some, some things that may have been in the atmosphere. And then once that happened, man, we just got out of the way and the Lord did what the Lord wanted to do. And they were engaged. That's why it's important for us to have partnership. Like we co-labor together to see the kingdom of God come. It's not about a speaker. It's not about a worship team. It's about the presence of God. And when he comes and inhabits the praises of his people, habitation comes down and means he rests in that place. And he was resting in that place. And I've even gotten emails and text messages from parents and from the staff of that school saying, hey, something's different. Something's different. Like praise God. Something's different. Continue to steward that. Yeah. And that's what you do so well. Like in what you've done so well is that you don't want to just pop in and pop out of someone's life and move on. Like you want to leave the residue or something there where they can continue to grow and build on what is really for their community. Like, and so you're going in there as like a fire starter. And so now the parents, the teachers and the students all had an encounter and they are going after it. Like they're, they're carrying it. So that's Timothy Christian. We could talk about an hour, an hour for that, you know, about that, but like, let's keep hitting it. Like what else is going on? What else are you like fired up about? Uh, Man, I'm fired up. Even, you know, prior to that, we got a chance to have our full worship team at a local event, which was incredible Mm -hmm. to be able to flow and minister together as a team. Um, those are the things in which I wrote down and I was believing God for five, six years ago before there ever was a team. And I didn't know what I was writing down because it was just something that I thought that God would do through me, through my yes. I hadn't spoken. I hadn't done any of that, but I knew that God wanted to do something with a simple yes. And I gave it to him just to see those things with my own eyes, to see, you know, my family, like you guys are my family up there crushing it and everybody using their gifts to glorify Mm -hmm. Jesus. That does something to a person's heart and just watching that. And, you know, we preach for like two hours and yeah. God just, it was just crazy. You see some dude's hand get healed. Yeah, bro. Or like stretch forth your hand, <laughs> like a real moment like that in real life. That's crazy. And I'm not going to lie. It freaked me out. I'm, you know, not that <laughs> healing freaked me out, but anytime you just step out of the boat and just believe Jesus to do something miraculous and then it happens. It's like, holy moly, this yeah, stuff is down. real. It's crazy. So, And you had the, the dude Nathan Howell tearing yeah, it up bro. on the mic at Chelsea yeah, on the other bro. mic leading Caleb, worship. Come on. Lerb on the bass. Yeah, like bro. RJ, you had everybody had the up squad, there. Man. Like, and uh, that just was, that must be special for you, man. Yeah, man. It's, just, it's cool to see God bring people that don't just use their gifts to use their gifts, but they believe in the vision of what you're going for and then use their gifts to help get there mm-hmm. and to help facilitate moments of impact with the Lord. Cause it's never been about a message. It's never been about a story. It's about the presence of Holy spirit. And like I say, this man, revelations 1910 comes through as the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. When we share our stories, when we share, and I didn't even preach my story at that church. I shared Jesus's story and Come he on. came through and invited an opportunity for those who didn't know him to have that moment with him so that their lives can be forever changed. And that was so cool to me. Loved it. Yeah, you shared that woman in the issue of blood. Come on, bro. That thing's going to preach hard. Yeah, bro. You Come brought on. that to Timothy Christian, too. Yeah. In a different version for some of their students. Yeah, man. I sure did. Yeah. When so cool. The girls. Ray, what, what about what about you, bro? What, what are you excited? trying to flip it? Yeah, <laughs> flip bro, on what me. are you excited about? Um, a lot, man. I just, I, I'm excited mostly to be part of like a, a move of God, to be part of people who are hungry for Jesus. Like, I'm, to some, I'm an old, I'm an older guy. To some, I'm a younger guy. Unashamed millennial. Come on, yeah, <laughs> that's me, the unashamed millennial. But like, 
I think that it's so like I've got a I've been married for ten years. Yeah. I got three kids. They're not babies. They're growing up, and so a lot of people in my age, and I was like this too for so long, and I, I'm still in, I'm kind of almost like coming out of it. Is like, um, it's easy to be passionate and zealous about the Lord when you're single or when you're just married or you're young, like, and you can be part of everything and you can do all night worship sets and stuff like that. But when you have a wife and you have kids and you, and you have a job and stuff, it's so easy to let your, your first love slip away. And so to be part of reach one, it's like, it's given me an opportunity to make Jesus the priority and like be around people who are, passionate about Jesus and passionate about his kingdom and like passionate about seeing souls one for the kingdom of heaven, like, and passionate about like, like going after the things of God with faith. And so it's been a blessing to be part of, uh, but some of the things that are, are going on that are just like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about are uh, some of the partnerships that reach one has coming up, like crazy things that I wish we could say on this microphone right now, but we can't, but like just, like giant organizational invitations to national and international networks that wants to partner with reach one, not because they're like trying to like hitch our wagon to them or hitch their wagon to us, but genuinely sitting in the room with leaders who are like, we want the kingdom of heaven and you seem like you want the kingdom of heaven. And it looks like there's some overlap and partnership here. Let's do it together. Like, I feel like we've been able to be in real like dining rooms. Yeah, man. Not just like meeting spaces, but like around dinner tables, around like in, in, in spaces like that where people want to do kingdom work. That's crazy. I'm hyped about that. Crazy, man. And, and to know that it's not transactional, but it's relational. Mm-hmm. You know, we can do a lot of things together and, and God could get the glory from it. But there's a difference between unity and uniformity. Uniformity is doing it because you have to, because there's mutual interests and, you know, you know we'll, we'll both benefit. But when you both want to do it, it feels different. Yeah. It's like, man, we're going after this together and we don't know what it's going to look like, but we're together and we're going to see God move. It's powerful, man. And I just say this to you, Greg, you coming alongside of what God is doing through Reach One has blessed us tremendously. Like you've been a blessing to us. You've been an answer to prayer. And, and a lot of the leaders in my life know, like, we've prayed for you. We didn't know who you were but we've prayed for you for years. I mean, years with an S and I've even got prayers down and I've had dreams about just crazy stuff. And I'm starting to see that happen. And uh, just want you to know, man, you really blessed us not only with, you know, just the gifts that God has, has blessed you with to bless the ministry, but just your friendship as well. And I see the kids get impacted from you. I mean, we even went into a school and I watched Greg come alive with, Third graders, second graders. I think they were first graders, bro. bro like they were young graders. little kids. Yeah, that's. I mean, that was that was a blast, though. That was all wild. singing, all singing up ahead. Come on, man! And these kids are singing up ahead. You know, that when, one girl went after it, bro. Up ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, was, she was a little extra. That's why you liked her. Yeah, bro. Come on, I love it, man. She's gonna be an evangelist. Come on now, but yeah, yes. I I think the other thing, another thing that I'm I'm pumped on is um is our Bible studies we've been running on Monday nights, yeah, and there's a small group of people that that are obviously hungry for transparent transformational space where they can be part of a community and, and get, and get fed from the word, but also get fed from a community of believers who are are for them and like seeing people come alive and share parts of their stories and like being able to like pause and break the script to like speak a word directly into someone's heart in the right timing. Uh, That's been really cool uh, to have like an open, but also safe 
Bible study space where we meet virtually. Well, even our most our most recent Bible study where it was testimony night, scripture says, know those you labor with and getting a chance to know the people that we're running with and know their hearts and like what God has done in their lives has been powerful and seeing how, you know, some of the people in our community have gone through some terrible things and yet they're still here. Mm-hmm. People have gone through things that would drive a lot of people away from Jesus and yet they're still rooted in him. Yeah. And we can't wait to tell those untold stories uh-huh. because those stories are going to release hope to a generation. Yeah. And yeah, that's just been super cool. Yeah. I love, I heard someone for the first time I heard someone say, and then also credit you with like, Hey, I heard Mark. I always hear Marcus say this, but they were saying it for themselves with their own story. And it was like, the devil should have killed me when he had the chance. Come on. I was like, Oh, yo, if you get a whole Let's bunch of people go. who are believing that yeah. about, about their own testimony yeah. and they see the power in it and how that their testimony is actually going to get somebody out of the same spot that they're in. Absolutely. Like God's wants to, God wants to use that. Uh, like there's such power in people's testimony. And so I could see people not only learning from you, but learning how to, how to walk in, in freedom and learning how to, how to use their story then to then like, almost like let God use it to set other people free. So um, it's even, even kind of hitting on this, the Bible study, there's a young lady on our Bible study, um, Macy, who is incredible. She is the, she's somebody that's just going after Jesus. She's not even in Ohio and yet she's been able to connect with our ministry and, and hearing her and her journey with the Lord, which you guys will hear a full episode on her one of these days coming up very soon, but how she's responded to Jesus and how she didn't let the ways of the world, you know, dictate the way that she pursued the father. And she's young. She just turned 18. That's crazy. Like what? Like that's, you don't see those kinds of things, but you know what? We want to create a space where stories like that can release hope to a generation because if she can do it at 18, so can the 18 year old in California and the 15 year old in New Mexico and you know, the kid in Israel, like there's, let's go. There's so much power in being able to share stories of what God has done and God is doing in the lives of young people. Yeah. So on that note, as we wrap season one here, what can people be expecting from reach one podcast season two? Dude, a lot. There's a lot of stories that we want to share. There are a lot of updates in reach one, we kind of hit on a little bit of the partnerships. There's some national partnerships, man, that God has, has blessed us with that will be really instrumental in helping us do this well for years to come. We've got an amazing app that we're developing, which is going to be so cool. And everybody listening to it will actually have an opportunity to be a part of that. And it's a way to connect with what we're doing. It's a way to be a part of what we're doing. It's a way to get encouraged. It's a way to be developed. And it's a way ultimately to be deployed into your God-given destiny that God has for you. And so we'll be talking more about that. And uh, yeah, there's so many things, man. That Production-wise, is it going to be extra? Oh, bro, we're going to be... (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be real extra, man. We got a lot of of high-end equipment that we're going to be using to capture it in a completely compelling way. And um, yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to for you guys to also hear about this assembly tour that Greg and I are planning called the Up Ahead Assembly Tour. That's all I'm going to say. It's going to be amazing. And uh, it'll definitely be coming to a city near you. So you got to stay tuned. In the next few weeks on the Reach One socials, on Marcus socials, we are going to announce when season two is starting. But that for now is a wrap on season one of the Reach One podcast. Go back and check out the episodes you missed. If there are parts of certain episodes that you know, like it's just the oil is on it. You got to send that out to the people who you, who God puts on your hearts. Um, share that with them. Remember that this is the place where we create the space where untold stories can release hope 
to a generation. So as we close and wrap season one, uh, I'm just going to pray uh, for everybody listening. Um, I'm, I'm just going to go before the Father and let's 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 pray right now. This doesn't have to just be like a an announcement type podcast. Uh, we can we can just go right before Him right now. It doesn't matter if you're in a car. It doesn't matter if you're in a room. It doesn't matter if you're traveling on public transportation. Listening to the thing, this thing in your AirPods, like yeah. you can go before the Lord right now. And so I'm just going to pray a simple prayer and uh, we're going to wrap. God, I thank you that you are the one who reaches. You are the God who reaches. That you reach for us, Lord. I heard someone say recently, like, you, you, so many stories in Scripture was you coming after your people. It's the whole story of Scripture is you coming for us. And so I thank you, God, right now that through Reach One, that through even this podcast, Lord, that you are reaching out not Marcus's voice, not Greg's voice, but your voice, Holy Spirit, is reaching out for the one who feels unseen, for the one who feels unworthy, for the one who feels hopeless, God, that you are reaching out with a message of transformation, with a promise of fatherhood and family, with a um, an arm of salvation, God. And so I pray right now, God, for someone this moment to come alive to their destiny, alive to their calling, alive to their purpose, and that for the first time maybe in their whole life, they would realize that they are worth so much more than they could ever think or imagine. I thank you, God, that you are using ordinary people to reach a generation who desperately needs you. I thank you that you've made that generation um, hungry, Lord. And I thank you, God, that you are sending out new laborers into the fields. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. See you back here next week. Like, subscribe, follow each one. Up bless you. Thank you for the day. Thank you for we have a good day. In Jesus' name, man.